Overdose Productions presents. And this is the Dope World News Podcast, taking over your listening space, whether you're listening to us at www.overdoperductions.com, yeah. the Apple Podcast app, yeah. Spotify, yeah. and when it benefits us the most, that's the anchor app. Yes, sir. It don't matter who you thought I was, I go by Prestige. And you already know it's Mike Nash, a.k.a. the nastiest nigga on the goddamn planet. Hey, shout out to the greatest engineer, producer in the world. Yeah. Nirvana Nash. And you already know we got the motherfucking God on the goddamn visuals. My nigga, Yak God Dress. What's good, my nigga? Shit, what up, people? Hey, shit, we on episode 22. Deuce, deuce. Deuce Daily. Hey, there we go. Uh, Rudy Gay, I think. Rudy Gay was definitely a 22 at one point in time, maybe for the Grizzlies. Yep. He wasn't that great. Nah, that nigga he was hard on 2K. He, 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 that nigga he could do all of the crazy dunks. Him and OJ Mayo, with the hype they both got, they should have did more. Did they both go to USC? I believe I believe. So. Yeah. USC they niggas are the most overhyped people hey. that ever come out of college, bro. <laughs> yes, sir. All the time. All the time. They really thought Romeo Miller was going to be at USC oh, doing some up. shit. Who was? Who was the last USC nigga that you remember who was actually good? Like, it, it, like sports in general, or we just talking about basketball? In general, probably about Reggie Bush. Well, there's a. Well, I mean, well, they uh, are they are inducted Troy Polamalu into the Hall of Fame in two weeks. That's why I was, I was gonna <laughs> say probably Troy Polamalu. Yeah. I ain't yeah. They had a lot, bro. They had a whole bunch of niggas that's going to the Hall of Fame. They had niggas defensively who was better than the niggas who. They used to call. Um, they used to call it. Line, was it linebacker? You? They. That's. I think that's what they used to call uh, USC because they I had it was quarterback. You. Uh, hell no! Nah, not with. Uh, not <laughs> nah, with Matt Barkley and Matt uh, Mark Sanchez. Had, they had and sorry, nigga niggas like Booty that out. playing quarterback. Oh, John David Booty. <laughs> that nigga name was Booty. <laughs> You knew it was about to happen, nigga. Right. <laughs> but shit. Buns. We had a busy week in the culture this week. Um, I see. I always get the LBG letters mixed up, <laughs> but so I'm just calling them the alphabet people now. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Yep. Shout out to Dave Chappelle. Dave. Hey. Hip hop is taking over the top forty. We just taking over the culture for real, musically yep. in yep. general. And man, Netflix. The conglomerate. Yeah, we see uh So we just going to d- jump into this thing. I think we're going to start off with Wendy Williams. Um, Odd shape, bitch. <laughs> What's she shaped like? Real quick. Uh, Fire her off. A letter P. I take that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I take she shaped that. like pandemonium. <laughs> Everything you don't want to see. Hey, right. If she was married, bro. I don't, oh, yeah. I don't know how. Well, that like, nigga was ugly too. Yeah, but <laughs> well, he was clapping other buns. 
<clears throat> That's bro. why they got divorced. Y'all know. Y'all know what Minecraft is. Minecraft, the game? yeah, the game. Yeah. Her legs. Y'all ever seen her legs? Oh God. <laughs> the God. Rubik's cubes. It's a nigga in real life with a Minecraft head. Jesus Christ. I did see him. They was cooking that nigga. So cooking his ass. So we gonna jump right into Willie. I mean, not yeah. Willie. Willie Williams. Willie. Willie Weathers. See out here, Big Willie style. Willie Weathers. But we gonna start with Wendy Williams and um. So she apologized for her remarks about the LGBT community. When what she, did she say? When she basically said that gay men shouldn't wear skirts, and we gonna expand further on that. It just women's clothing in general, heels, and all that stuff. Um, I'm I'm gonna look at it from both angles because you know right now we are in the most progressive point of American history ever. Where people are able to identify in any way that they want to. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to play devil's advocate for a minute for Wendy Williams. And I'm a firm believer of this. Men are not able to... uh, um, You know, they're not able to... Just openly steal women's spotlight or they thunder right now because there's a great pushback on that. Unless you identify as a woman. If you identify as a woman, you can go identify play. Identify or you actually are a woman? No, identify, meaning man being a woman, dog oh. being a woman. Whatever you are, you just say you're a woman. And Dwayne Wade's son. Yep. What is it? Zion? Zion? He? Like, you can, the only way now you can literally take from a woman, take her spotlight, take her opportunities without being frowned upon as identifying as a woman. Mm. And now. Billy Porters. Almost. So this is where I might see what Wendy is talking about is because like. You know, women have put in so much hard work to get their lane, to be appreciated for what they are, and now we got people identifying as them. Like, damn, there's nothing left for them to be a woman. Can I say something? Go ahead. It's a lot of white men, too. Like, the thing is that a lot of the black niggas who is already, like, transsexual or whatever you want to call it, they was doing their thing regardless of the fact. Exactly. Living in Atlanta, living their life. Exactly. It's a lot of white men like it's, who now just like, no, we want our rights as these people because in, sometimes you get some of the weirdest statements from a lot of them. This is me. It's no reason why Bruce Jenner was able to like transform to Caitlyn, and that same year you win Woman of the Year. At all. That it. That's that's bullshit. Like. I, I, I want you to be who you are. But I want you to live your truth. I think but at the same is, I think that it is uh, a certain level of if he actually does feel that way, I'm glad he did it. Right. But at the same time, no, bro. When is women out here doing shit for women? Come on. And helping women. And like he didn't do shit but help himself. And he didn't make it more acceptable. We all knew about trans mm-hmm. people before him. We all knew this shit was a regular thing that people was going through. It was just that Bruce Jenner and the Kardashians just exactly. do what they always and, do. And, and that's the thing, like, 
Hollywood is literally hijacking the narrative of this community. Is like Win- is they- Wendy Williams like uh old Bruce and does he big titties and a cock in between those legs? <laughs> like I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm highly speculated. I know Wendy says she has a son, but is there a schlong in between those I, legs? I can't I can't confirm. I don't want to find out. I said Oh, uh, well, that was before the internet. That was before Google. Niggas was out. Her and and uh and uh what was old girl from a G unit? Oh, yeah. oh Olivia. <laughs> Olivia. 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 <laughs> Not at all. Um, but I say it like this. Um, I don't care because for me. I want people, everybody to feel like they can do what they want to. So if a dude want to wear heels or he want to wear a dress or he want to do something like that, it never bothered me or it never made me feel like, oh, you a bad person, right. you wrong. Now, do it come off some certain type of way? Yeah, for sure. I ain't trying to like just told him. It, it is kind of weird. But at the end of the day, I do know you a human being. So if I talk to you for a hot minute, I do know like, oh, this motherfucker just just like me. Exactly. Like I get it. You doing your thing. I'm doing my thing. So just do what you gotta do. I hope everybody get canceled. I hope it's a big cancel party. It's called the cancellation, a ce- the cancellation celebration. The cancellation of Mimi. <laughs> and like because Mimi's e cancellation. Yeah, because these niggas is all lame. Everybody, everybody, figure out what is combative to their life, or it, it is make something makes them have to go the extra mile, or makes them feel like like they getting they shine they shine stole. And and in all reality. Fuck you. It's roadblocks in everybody's life. Whether it's a gay nigga that want to be a woman, whether it's a strong-ass bitch telling another nigga, hey, suck, suck my dick, and you can't say much back to a bitch like that because she, she got the power in the company. You think Oprah tell a lot of people to suck her dick? I bet she does. So, I don't think that she does, but I, she, I bet that she it, does. In layman's terms, look, it look. means suck my dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, everybody around here know I ain't the nicest of people. I say certain things that people be like, but that's how you get shit done. That's mm-hmm. the only way you get shit done. Yeah, bro. You see what what old girl going through? Monique keep just they showing the Tony Braxton shit. So it's not just gay men, or it's not just the. It is gay. It you know what it is? Gay men is fucking it up for regular men, heterosexual men, because they getting all the fucking shine. Shit, I'm about to put me on a pink cowboy suit. Pastor Troy had it all wrong. You needed to put that outfit on to get your bum ass even to the Grammys. You was at Applebee's. Any nigga that's clowning somebody and you at Applebee's eating? Nigga, I know broke bitches that was on Valentine's Day told they man, if you take me to Applebee's, we breaking up. And they got roaches at the crib present. <laughs> Presently, nigga. Damn. And this nigga at Applebee's. Let me tell you something. Hey, Wendy, it's fucked up because you're the biggest troll in the world. And when every time something bad happened to you, you just got a platform where you able to express how you feel. That's, That's why you true. got cheated on and people brought it in public. You fell it. You damn near died on camera. because. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all think that Wendy Williams position in the hip hop industry is fair? Oh yeah, she worked very uh, hard. She yeah, worked very hard. I'm gonna say this: she did start in radio. Yeah, and that's a grind in itself. She's so, 
I won't Got take it. away from where she at, but she has used her platform for bullshit. She has profited off the gossip and the uh, messiness and the negativity of the black culture. At least she black, know. though. TMZ do it, and they just do it disgustingly, and it's fucking yeah, so. Harvey. And I hate every white man named Harvey. Yeah. Oh, yeah, especially Harvey <laughs> Harvey Weinstein. Harvey ass niggas. Man, you should that's what you get for trying to do too much right. That's God said, don't be out here trying to do too much right, goddammit. <laughs> it gotta be a little bit of righteous and a little bit of ratchet. Shout out to Kevin Doughboy. <laughs> so she could, she definitely earned her spot. Righteous and righteous. So I'm gonna say this on behalf. Maybe heterosexual women do feel like that over the last like 40, 50 years where they might have gained the uh Ability to be treated as first class citizens barely is now kind of being overshadowed by this new movement of you know this community. I don't think that that's the truth. I think that what it is mainly is that people are finding a way to fit in and mm-hmm. they find a way to get themselves in a position where they can feel accepted, right? And they are using shit to their advantage for sure. I do get that point of it. But it is a lot of trans people and gay people and shit like that who in a lot of parts of America not getting treated the way that a regular people and, in and that's what get I treated. And that's what I wanted to say. Like, people think because you see them on TV, hear them on the radio, like, that's real representation. Like, that shit stops there. Like, I know Dwayne Wade's son is living his story and he's living his best life, but, but look at he, had, he has the ability because he got the parents, he got the money, but, he can live protected more than a regular nigga. But look like, what the internet even did. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's none of our business. At right. the end of the day, this is how I look at it. I get that we all want to weigh in on certain subjects and we want to say certain things, but if we stopping a kid from committing suicide, if we stopping a kid from being a certain way or feeling like he can't be himself, then at the end of the day, bro, all I feel is like he just giving his son the best chance of and, succeeding. And that's life. how I look at it. But I also feel like, damn, I hate to use the word privilege. I feel like, because he didn't choose his it lifestyle. But like, he, he has that ability more so than a regular person Definitely. in high school. So that's why I'm saying... In, in Pontiac like we did... They don't have that same yeah. type of circumstance. And that's why I say, like, do. the represent, representation on TV and uh, social media, like, it stopped it's there. Stance, yeah. yeah, it stopped there. And, yeah. like, we really have to make sure that they have equal footing in society and, like, government, corporations and shit. So it can actually mean something in real life than us talking about I, it on I, social media I and think shit. on both both parties, to the, to the gay niggas and to the regular women... Both of y'all can take this sentiment exactly the same. I'm about you suck a dick, have a coke and a smile, and shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck anymore. All that belly aching. And honestly, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, I'm personally tired of talking about it. Don't but, care. But whenever there is a negative comment made or some hate made, like, unlike us being black people, not having many people to stand up for us. I'm going to use my voice to be like, hey, stop that bullshit. Take that shit somewhere else and let them live. Because, you know, we've we been through it. Yeah, and everybody getting them jokes it. the same. You know, I, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not an ally of any group. I'm just here for right or wrong. So if, like, you on some bullshit, I'm, gotta, I'm calling it out. Because the, most, the least I can use is my voice. And that's why... 
people speaking out the way. That's just what I wanted to say because y'all said he ain't choose his lifestyle. And D-Way came out and basically said when he was three, he told him he was a girl, and him and Gabrielle basically started grooming him that way. But at the end of the day, bro, this is the thing. Like, I get where you coming from with it, but we don't know the inner spectrums of the, the they family. And that's the only thing I come from. It's like, I don't, but I don't know these people. I don't know, you know, I don't live with them. I don't see them. So when it comes to any gay person or any you know, whatever, whatever it is, I don't look at it that way because for me, I just don't know them enough to even comment on what the fuck is going on in their life, in their head, in their thinking, you know, because I don't think like that. So for me to even comment on it don't make sense. I know what didn't help is D-Wade wearing all them tight-ass shorts all around the house and shit. <laughs> <laughs> them butt shorts he was wearing. Yeah, dunking on it. Coming to the crib. With butt, sh- with butt shorts on. Yeah. With, with boy But I will, I will say this before we leave. As far as, oh, you know, my nails comments and insensitivity. Like, we literally, you know, in the 250, what is it, plus years of being America... Like, the last 50 years, black people might have had rights or acknowledgement. Like, the negative shit still hasn't went away, even when we practice peace. True. So, like... Shot in the face. Yep. Chokeslam. Christmas Addicts. <laughs> Christmas, Christmas Addicts is known as, you know, the starter of the revolution. He was a black man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we've always been known as the firecrackers of what's been going on around here. Oh, man, facts. That That's a week ago. That's a whole... Di- and gang niggas' nicknames are firecrackers. They just... <laughs> but I will say this about, you know, no disrespect. I mean, it's with affectionately speaking to alphabet people. You know, at some point, you just gonna have to rise above it. We can't counsel everybody. Y'all just gonna have to take the Beyonce approach. approach be fierce and just be like... I don't hear this nonsense we own. I think that's the truth. I think like, that's true. Because, like, it, it, it's, it's never going to end. Yeah, that's the It's never going to end. Because, one, in America, it's a uh, systemic issue. We ain't got over racism. Yeah. So, how do... We can't get over gay-cism. Yeah, and, and that's deeply and that's deeply rooted in religion. Which, if you look at the uh, demographic of people in America, that Christianity shit, even um, Islam, like, that shit deeply rooted in that. Like, well, it, it'll never end, so you just got to rise above it. I mean, speaking of something that probably has no ceiling, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ, this next guy, he's one of a kind, wouldn't you say? Hey, facts. We talking about Weezy F, baby Lil Wayne. Man, and Bird the F Man. is hey, phenomenal. And what, what do you used to say, Bird, <laughs> Birdman Jr.? I wouldn't even go by that shit no more. Man. Because I am yeah, I the Birdman JR. Yeah, that Birdman Jr. Because Birdman. That was the crook. best part of his career. Mm-hmm, That's the fucked up part I, about it. I, I will say this. Even though Birdman got off on all them niggas. One thing he did do, he motivated them niggas to go get lane. that shit. He created a lane for niggas in. Like, look. When you look at uh, uh, back in Louisiana at that time, the only niggas who was popping was No Limit. That's exactly. it. Exactly. That's it. And that nigga was doing that shit from his trunk, bro. Like, he wasn't even doing that shit on mainstream. So he and them was popping, but they was popping, but they wasn't no mainstream acts, nigga. Yeah, they was they laid, they laid the blueprint. But they had already but, did like a hundred or two hundred thousand units before uh, Make Him Say Uh even came out. Bro. Out the trunk. That's what I'm saying. That's so it's like they was doing hell. it on their own. Like when it came to them niggas, 
Hey, Tupac niggas... was an established artist before he even got mm-hmm. put into. Uh, they uh, they, they brought him in as just that veteran, yeah. that veteran yeah. presence. They was finessing. I, I man, the finesse mode of old baby is a wild. That nigga, that nigga had all the fake watches. All them chains was fake. If you look at the videos and go back, all of the stickers was in them cars. They wasn't bought. He was very, very drunk. (laughs) Very drunk. All them niggas was, bro, them was some finesse guys. Like Rick Ross said, I can't, I really thought you bought those cars. Like, hey, but, but you know what? They had the stickers in the window. That's what I said. But you know what? I wouldn't have thought. They they did the best marketing scheme ever. Uh, like just <clears throat> look like you winning. Yes. People want to identify with winners. Take it to you make look, it. Look, when yeah. we grew up, niggas was watching wrestling. Who did yeah. they identify with the most? Niggas right. like DX. Right. Niggas like the rock. Like niggas Stone who Cold. just was talking that shit, yeah. doing that Cold. shit. Stone uh, Cold getting beers thrown to him, just a, cracking them open, not even drinking them. Triple A, John Cena. So, like, yeah, now, when you, when you look at niggas like Cash Money, you got niggas doing donuts and whips, bitches and thousands of dollars everywhere. Bro, like they you made go, the twerk anthem. Come on. Take it over for the 9-9 in the 2000. Bitches run to the, st- to the floor every time they listen, hear that. That shit, re- listen, I-, I listen to the radio. That shit play at least four times a day. That shit still ringing out. On the bounce? I used to love it as a kid. Yeah, you working with some magic. <laughs> you know magic. the craziest part about it is? Bro. You knew that them diamonds couldn't be real because you see their outfits in the videos? Well, see, this them niggas crazy. look terrible. For Dirty. Me, for me, this is my, this where it started my affection with, Dirt uh, mics. with, uh, uh, <clears throat> younger artists with potential because I saw what Lil Wayne could be at that point. Come on. When I heard at the U bag, I was just like, oh, hold up. He only how old? Yeah. And the crazy thing is, like, he only got the outro part of that song. Yep. But, like, that shit was it like was the memorable. most, the most the infectious most, yep. parts of the song. Yep. And then after that, and he was on like 15, 16 at the time, seventeen. And, oh, and he responsible for the quote bling, bling, bling. Every time he had come on around that city, and on his Drink Champs interview, he explained how that shit, how that came about. Hey, shout out, shout out, yeah, shout out the real LA because them niggas definitely put music on the map and a lot of different genres. Mm. Sure, I ain't gonna lie though. My favorite part is. Dick Bandit, singer draws handed, yeah, so get it, y'all. Came for the y'all. On a wall, in a wall, and I hit it, y'all. Feeling kind of lonely. I'm feeling homely. Put the dick in the middle like Mona. Big so, dick, I'm a chick. So, basically, we saying all this to lead up to Lil Wayne stepping into the forefront of Cash Money mm. to now where his career is decorated as fuck with mixtapes and albums, awards, tours, to now this week. Lil Wayne passed Elvis Presley for the second most top 40 hits ever. And that's big. We overcharging niggas for what they did to the Cold Crush. That's big. For what they did. Man, the Cold Crush crew is one of the coldest crews ever. Cold Crush brothers, man. But yeah, bro, shout out to that nigga Wheezy. They changed the game. He been doing a little press run. That Drink Traps interview, shout out to DJ EFN. EFN, when I meet you, you always gonna remember. That uh, you tried to hold me at at the Revolt event, but it's all right though. I remember. Still got <laughs> I still got him before you, nigga. But no, we Wayne did a lot of talking about you know his progression in his music, and it just goes to show how long you know that longevity of his career has been amazing. Yeah, definitely. 
our podcast the new like just Infam- information literally I mean for the most part for most people it is because it's just like you know we getting further away from watching shit on TV and it's so much easier to just plug your headphones in at work listen to some niggas that you like here and talk to because the radio got commercials and if you can just do like three commercials on YouTube or maybe a paid promotion throughout you know one one or two paid promotions throughout the podcast for 2 hours and it's straight content that no, you cussing all of that shit like it's raw. Well, I just noticed it for the last couple drink champs that's came up. Mm-hmm. They've really been like hitting home with what people want to see. Come on, and they've been building a lot of like. Of course, they big. You know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to say it like that, but the last like two or three, you know, and with the Floyd Mayweather one that's coming up. They've been taking off onto another level with that. Come shit. on, you know what I'm and saying? Right? bragging about it, bro. Nuts on the journey. Well, he been going. Well, he be going crazy. And they, they've been. I mean, you got to think. Dream Champ's been out for like four or five years now, and I mean, they've had some of the biggest. You know, they they stem their stuff as only doing like older niggas to making sure that them old head niggas get their fucking flowers while they can still smell them. But let's not get it twisted. Three episodes ago, they did motherfucking bizarre, and I don't give a good goddamn what Talk bizarre. D twelve. Yes, what nigga. The fuck? <laughs> don't nobody give a fuck with that fat cocaine. Got to take, bro. <laughs> Is Drink Champs keeping Revolt alive? No, because no. because he got a lot. State of the culture and um. And you got to think, uh, motherfucking Drink Champs is a is a partnership with Tito and with with um, Revolt. But Breakfast Club is Revolt, bro. So that's oh, yeah, their biggest. That. Yeah, yeah, that's their yep. biggest. That's their biggest revenue getter is is Breakfast Club. But also on this top forty list with Wayne, like we said, hip hop just musically in general is becoming a dominant force. Like best genre in Fear. general, we got Drake. We Drizzy. got Kanye West. Mm. We got Nicki Minaj. We got Eminem. We got Jay Z, and we got Rihanna. Like, are we throwing Lil Nas X in there? I and, know and, I said that and, pre-show, and, and, and but listen, Lil Nas X is a chart dominant artist. Like, I get that. It's Seventeen like, weeks consecutive at number one. That's one of the biggest you, things you that, could ever do. I don't want to say that will never happen again, but I don't see another old town road happening again. Like, gonna be a while. Yeah, Don't all the all the stars align perfectly a for nigga that. Twenty weeks on the number one all time uh, of all the shit. You looking at a whole it's, other time. It's different number with one the, uh, as the, far as being a, a billboard and not just urban or R and B. When you number one thing, bro. in you all genres, different. All. Yeah, and it's it's hard. It's no disrespect because the urban genre and what it gave for rap music definitely did expand us to be able to get into them. But just like Tyler said, putting us in the urban genre, that don't delegate. Ain't no us. white motherfuckers yeah, in the urban that genre. That mean that we worse than what's going on. We still like it's almost like the urban genre should be better than the top. Pop no, genre. It, it is to be quite frank. That's how I look at it. I knew this shit was pop music is like like the Chrysler line. Like nigga, it's just piece that here. Piece. Like it, yeah. it's co- copy and paste. The shit is the same. Uh, they got uh, Miley Cyrus, Ariana Grande, and Lana Del Rey on on, on one on bro. one song. I'm like, you got the same bitches on one bro. track. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, and I'm here for it. <laughs> 
those white women could get cocked. I think that Wayne of all the artists in rap music definitely changed the way that uh, people in crossover looked at rap music because they saw him not only like, oh yeah, he can rap, but it was like he can he can actually acclimate to what's going on. He can talk about this song in a way that can ride with just regular motherfuckers. Then he can talk about this song in ways that can ride with niggas from the hood. Then he right. can talk in this. And he started that versatility in rap that just made it to a point where you couldn't you couldn't just be one nigga. You exactly. You couldn't just be one person. You had to be had a lot of people. Exactly. It, and honestly, you know, I think Wayne was the perfect bridge to start to get like the suburban community to fuck with rap outside of niggas like Eminem. Yeah. Like, because Wayne, he a skateboarder. So that uniquely draw them he, in. But he also made music that kind of like... He was a jolly little fellow. But I also think that it was also like, when you look at Swag Surf, you know, the song mm-hmm. Swag Surf, that was crossing over regardless. Come you on. Know, it wasn't definitely. just like because of Wayne. It was crossing over, period. So he was taking songs and he was being strategical in a way that it was just like, I'm making a run for it. And for the certain songs that he did make popular, he made popular. For the certain songs that he didn't, he didn't. But even like the Beyonce shit that he did, I fuck with that shit way heavy. Dog, he he he, 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 did, like he stole Beyonce's song. Like he that when we when, when we hear upgrade you, we think Wayne first, Beyonce second. Because what he to did, me. what he did to her shit was out cold. And Beyonce didn't even do a bad job. Her song was cold too. But yeah. Wayne. Let me tell you something about old Wayne. He also, early, early on in that auto-tune wave, where and the way he could cut his voice cut through was way different than a lot of other niggas. With him having that little screechy, high-pitched voice, where it's like, and niggas already love, for some reason, up north niggas love down south niggas. Like, they voice and they tone, because we can't sound like that, because... We sound country to them Right But to to us If you hear a New York nigga Try to like Especially back in that time Early 2000s A New York nigga Start singing right. On some auto-tune <laughs> shit Oh you were getting Your boots smoked But a down south nigga Oh bro Every down south nigga Could get away with it But Wayne was just So much better And he just did His output You know that used to be All his, his biggest thing People be like He put out so much music tracks in one So year. much and more was, music Than Jay that. And it's just like, yeah, well, I mean, that's called sharpening the sword because there's a lot of duds in there, but the ones that slice through, nigga, slice your ass in half, nigga, Ginsu. Is that one of the truths in, in the game is putting out more music and having, you know, the hits hit Better than putting out less music and just having a couple of them. You just got you gotta have. See, you gotta get to be afforded that. He was afforded that with putting out so many good songs on mixtapes that outweighed the bullshit. Because if it would have been more bullshit, it, he would have got drowned out. Absolutely. And with the time we live in now, like where artists can just upload this shit to anything, like it's no more of that. Wayne. Era wise had the advantage where like I could put out these seventy whatever songs 
And like nigga Like I have well, nobody else To worry about Where now like the internet Man there's thousands of people Just uploading right. shit yeah. To where like People could go Tone deaf to you early If you're putting out Too much bullshit And it was hard to find It was hard to find All of them songs Because you had to be On LimeWire And shit like that The top seven songs That was the hot ones For them six eight months Everybody knew them See, Every that, single that, that person knew them On the goddamn Which one call it The uh, streaming services Nowadays And was the number one song like But nigga Linewire back in the day Niggas was just Shooting at the moon no, right. It was whatever you heard At high school Whatever the hype shit was And then it was just like Well This nigga Wayne Got these two songs And then You dropped the Carter 2 That ain't got nothing But Fire and Gilly Imprint all over it Well it's really just To talk about You know Like the mixtape era In general And with the mixtape era When know, DJ Drama Went to prison yeah, It fucked everything yeah, up Yeah bro Ex- Exactly so we gonna move on, man, to uh, Netflix. And Netflix, another conglomerate. Man, Netflix basically won the bid and war for um, the rights to Nipsey Hussle documentary of his life. Which Netflix been going crazy with the documentaries. I was fucking with the hip hop uh, evolution. People was fucking with the Aaron Hernandez shit. Um, What's the others like? What is it to make Malcolm X? Malcolm X uh, documentary documentary just came out. They got a lot of documentaries they, about so, the nigga that killed the, yeah. the black nigga that yeah. killed that oh, nigga. Killed Malcolm X. Yep, yep. They got that Icarus documentary about the uh, the uh, uh, steroids situation. And then they got that. Then they got that McBillions, the one about the McDonald's uh, yeah, Monopoly game. Niggas getting all that bag. So I'm reading right here. You know, and this is from Netflix. They saying that the documentary is very important to the family and it won't be fast tracked for monetary gain or commercial interest. So it sounds like they're gonna be taking their time and just making sure they get this shit right. Because um when I heard there was a bidding war for the documentary rights, I'm like, oh here we go. They just trying to cash in on a wave. But just seeing that, I feel better about it. You know, what I'm not even gonna fake like I'm the biggest nip fan. But always in death, like you, you, you want to be respectful. Yeah, I just feel like it. For some reason, that nigga got a lot of clips of him early on talking and shit in mm-hmm. different places. Most niggas don't got shit like that. But to be honest, bro, and I mean, I say this with the most respect. Son didn't have he wasn't alive like super long, so it's not. It's only so much that you content that you can put together. For this Right So when they say They not gonna fast track it Well it's, Life is kinda fast tracked My nigga He died at 33 Yeah bro It's only so, so much You know I wonder if they uh, Maybe cut some concert footage Maybe uh, testimonials From people who knew And loved them mm-hmm. Just to fill it out Who knows But is that But does that become A docu-series Or does that just become Like a In memoriam type thing that's the mm, it's, that so it's a just a lot line. I just wonder what 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 twist. I know they gotta put some type of twist on it. Because as you know, many articles have said, them niggas over at Netflix still in the red. Them niggas not in the black, so them niggas still just sh- spending money. Damn. Spending cash. I'm saying at this point, yeah, that's definitely a true statement. I feel like they've been putting out so much content that they can't keep up with what they doing you know what i'm saying like it's no promotion for none of it they don't have no media presence like social media presence for real like that like when do you ever see netflix or you know 
Tom Brady was just doing a Hulu commercial yeah, on the Super Bowl. Yeah. And them niggas kicking they back in. Hulu is kicking Netflix back in. I think Hulu is a better uh, program, but I, I think that Netflix is just a staple. Yeah. Yeah. And um, MySpace was a staple, too. True. <laughs> but I, I, I just don't see Netflix. I don't, I don't, I don't see it falling off because one day Netflix do got over to other streaming sites is they do have better original content. Where on these other streaming sites, this shit is shit we've seen before. I think that that's only a matter of time though. But they also got five niggas on one account, and they try so to work what, on that one to five. And you talk about you talk about millions of dollars getting lost at a time where. Your streaming service, you should you should be making a hundred extra dollars a day when you and you're not generating that revenue, but you putting out content that's original that you putting up the bread for. And they they working on technology for that as we speak. It's actually a couple articles out. And I'm jumping out, and I beat somebody ass from Netflix. Don't fuck up with <laughs> my good thing that's going on. So, you know, we gonna see what they do with that. I mean, his yeah. life was short, but one thing is, he was a good businessman. Maybe they could incorporate some of his followings at Dr. Sebi. I feel like they probably could draw it out to the point where, like, it's interesting and it ain't, like, no damn picture book, like, few pages or it, this, whatever. The same stuff that we already got, and they just getting the pub off of it. That's my biggest thing. Yeah, don't so. be, don't give us some cookie cutter shit and, and, and piss in my face and tell me it's Kool-Aid. Come on. I don't think there's no secrets they got that can tell us really. No, not at all. They put everything on the floor. Yeah. That whole week, everybody came out telling us everything about them. So I think they're just probably going to capitalize off, you know, just people still not being over uh, Nipsey Hussle death. Just like the Kobe shit. Like, this shit going to keep on going. And when the Kobe come out, when they come out with the Kobe documentary, oh man, Netflix probably going to get it too. And that shit gonna be that thir- No, they gonna, he gonna get the 30 for 30 That 10 part series The one Jordan got right now I hope That one gonna be So crazy. we gonna we, we about to move on to news or not news Oh, and, um, ba, 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 ba. <laughs> and this shit crazy Because uh, 50 Cent is one of the regulars We mentioned often Because he just Him and Nick Cannon for some reason This nigga 50 Cent is just relentless did, did you hear that uh, he went to court And now uh who was it? Tierra Marie. Tierra Marie owe him five thousand more dollars. <laughs> yes, she, she ain't even get. She, she don't got five thousand. She ain't even gave the man the thirty thousand that she owed. Listen, Tierra Marie is a Detroit bitch that you just see all of the pitfalls of being from the hey, D and thinking you too sweet. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey Tierra, you can't read. Tierra, oh, no, no. Uh. The fact that you ain't gave this man his money, let me know that you ain't got your publishing. Oh no. Yeah. She wrote a song about not giving him the money and he came and took the publishing for that song. Hey, hold on. And you remember she made a song like coming back, talking about she need a sponsor. Oh, oh that man. was her. Got myself a sponsor. Yeah, that was her. I had sex to a girl to that song. It was not looking back on it, poor decision on my behalf. <laughs> <laughs> so what we say? Uh I'm saying it's news. 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 Because you know what? 50 Cent kind of didn't lie when he talked about Nick Cannon's legacy. Because... I, he all time corny. Yeah. He he corny, but he a lovable corny. But yeah. this but this shit that he been doing with Eminem kind of is twisting that in a negative way. Definitely. 
Because you're not going to gain nothing from fucking with Eminem. You didn't even need to do it. You could be a he corny legend. He could have said what he said on the little T.I. podcast, and mm-hmm. that would that could have been it. Absolutely. But Dwayne The Rock Johnson is a yeah. corny legend. 50 said he was a legend. He said, Yeah, he was yeah. There he is. Like, Dwight, Rock is a corny legend. Both are. Like, when we but think, at the end of the day, The Rock ain't beefing with niggas on the internet. Yeah, like, he was. He was beefing with Tyrese, bum ass. Yeah. <laughs> and he was beefing with Tyrese Vin Diesel. And he was beefing with Vin Diesel. That nigga Black Tie was out there wilding. Black Tie not only started that, that beef, he also started to beef that with Dale Gotti in these streets. That nigga, that nigga. This nigga wilding. Not only. <laughs> Not only. So, anyways, like Nick kind of is like he kind of got famous off his corniness. You look at Love Don't Cost the Thing. That's you know, the ultimate he got famous corny. Off of the Being a kid, yeah, he was a kid and a genius. Yeah, that's it. I mean, he, he is smart, dude. And at the end of the day, he is doing shit that's fucking up his legacy. He is. And he just needs to chill out. That's it. The funniest part about it is, his dog said Orlando Brown. The reason him fucking with with Eminem is why Orlando Brown came out and was like, I, "Nick suck my dick." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said it was karma in the world, and it is karma. Nick suck my dick too much, wild. Too much wild. All right, fun. so we gonna move on, and we gonna talk about Justin Bieber. Um. Nirvana, he rose a good-ass question about Justin Bieber. Is he crossover as far as pop to hip-hop? Like, is he fully crossed over to the point where the hip-hop culture, not just artists, but people fuck with him? I, I think, well, let's do News. But I believe that I mean it's been that way He took a hiatus for a long time And I think that's really what fucked it up more Because if he would've just stayed Stayed around He was all Bro Journals was like the hardest One of the hardest CDs Then he came back with that With that CD And had some some softer songs on there, but he had that song with Travis Scott, and that I, shit was crazy. Talk about that Purpose CD. Yeah, he came out with that. Where are you now? I was just like, oh, mm-hmm. he was I in thought, his bed. I thought that that was some different. I and I like that, that shit. Was Justin Bieber. I like that shit that he I did. I fucked with that. Yeah, that was that was the one that I really realized. I was like. And he was walking on some waterbeds in Alaska. That shit was hard. Honestly, <laughs> you know how they brought Justin Bieber out. Pop, right. I mean not pop, teen heartthrob yeah, type ass yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I really feel like R and B is where he wanted to be at. Well, if you listen to his influence, he talk about bro, boys and men, bro, baby, Usher, all yeah, that shit, baby. Usher, man, yeah. You know, baby, his his single first one was written by the Dream, bro. The Dream, the Dream wrote that man, shit. The Dream is a motherfucker. The Dream wrote that shit, and then Ludacris is on, is featured on it. From day one, that's who he. It's a stretch to say the Dream. Is, is the go to writing? Yes, he, him and Babyface is the coldest yeah, writers out. Because he bro. gave he gave Rihanna umbrella and her career he needed Drake, that. He gave Drake so many hits. Think uh, about this: the nigga Dream sold his publishing seventy five percent of it. Confident, he like you can have this shit, nigga. No, he, he, he write more. He sold seventy five percent of it. He kept the twenty five percent, but I think he kept the twenty five of the best shit. But he only sold his publishing for twenty three million dollars. That's 
asinine. That's, that's at no, no. That says something about that but coke problem. Hold on, <laughs> like, <laughs> because hey, that publishing is but worth way more. But when you got songs like Umbrella, uh, under your um, your your repertoire, like. He gonna eat off of that forever. Yeah, well, no. If you sell it, you not. Uh, you think he sold that, bro? I can't imagine that he sold the the good good shit. It, it just all depends what's on that what's on that paperwork. But selling your publishing, that's hundreds of millions of dollars, True. bro. Of what and, he done wrote. Reoccurring money. Yeah. So. True. But back to JB. I mean, Justin Bieber is just the JT of this this age, except for JT just didn't have as many missteps. Say, he, mm-hmm. say, is this a Beastie Boys effect? Is this the Beastie Boys effect? And now that we moving into the uh, into the more uh, sing song part of hip hop, that we allowing more sing song niggas into hip hop. Post Malone, yeah, hey know, Boogie, Roddy. Yeah. We can say well, Roddy I'm Rich. Saying, I'm saying even on the on the more and not to split it, but on the white side. No, G Easy. What's yeah. that? What's that dude? Jack uh, Harlow. Harlow. Jack Harlow. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying. We are allowing uh, more white. You know, and, and that's them fine. niggas I will never be Justin Bieber. So that's one. That's no, the. No, no, no. I'm you, just saying that is that why his crossover effect is so strong right now? No, nah, bro. He 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 had uh, all the Usher songwriters wrote his songs. So I mean, if you do that, if it don't, and you can sing good, and then he got that little white look. All oh, women, black women like white niggas secretly, especially <laughs> when they do little black people shit Man. and niggas. So that means bro, you ingratiated. They've they been on Travis Kelsey. Dick. Bro, that nigga tall, six Not foot, weird. be dancing, <laughs> look like weird. look like goddamn Paul Bunyan, and got a fine black bitch and be Dougie, and that nigga deserve all the love and be hey. catching touchdown passes. Hey, look, I'm not even gonna lie, I I I party with my nigga Travis because that nigga just he wavy, a wavy ass white boy, and you shit more than what you be like, nigga love WWF. You see, he had the championship belt oh, on, <laughs> nigga's gangster. Hey, so. Bieber is crossover. Hip-hop niggas fuck with him. Lil' Twist, you crashed that nigga car. I ain't forgot. Damn, Twisty. Twisty was ahead of his time. He was. Twisty could have been right, would have been right along in this way. Lil' Tagger before Lil' Tagger. And we used to, and I used to be the head hater of the, you like Lil' Twist. I hated all of them, bro. I used to be a little, I used to be a little Wayne hater, bro. Oh. So like Alright. So we gonna move on, man. Hey. I'm happy to introduce this new segment we bring it on. Shout out to Nirvana Nash. As soon as we talked about it, I'm like, this is me. And it's called A Spoken Hip Hop Legends. Yeah. Uh, it's inspired by, um, I guess, a docuseries on uh, Netflix. Hip Hop Evolution. Yep, Hip Hop Evolution. And, man, we... Shout out them for putting that on because it definitely is an inspiration for anybody who in the game or even just love the game. Hey, look, me watching that shit made me realize that we do got a responsibility to preserve the history and keep talking about that shit. Like, it's so, it's so young. I want I want the young dudes to get off and make their own history, but yeah. we that de- because that without what happened back then, bro. Like, it made me realize them we wouldn't have what we have. So today we gonna. Um, Put the spotlight on Pharrell Williams. Pharrell Williams. Uh, the reason why I go for Pharrell this week is just to, one, introduce y'all to somebody that we all know, but also let y'all know some things that a lot of people didn't know about Pharrell to begin with. Pharrell Williams, at uh, 15 years old, it was a certain time where Teddy Riley decided that he was going to move out to Virginia Beach. Mm-hmm. When he decided to move out to Virginia Beach, 
he wanted to, you know, put on some uh, talent shows, stuff like that. Get on some people, get into the booth, start making some shit. The, one of the groups that actually came out was a young Chad and a young Pharrell Williams. Mm-hmm. And at a 15, 14-year-old age, they were already above the game. Come on. And at that time, they had uh, wrote Rump Shaker for uh, Teddy Riley himself. And they started to get onto their own vibe where I believe they were starting to write uh, songs for bands like In Vogue and stuff mm-hmm. like that or putting putting uh, 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 verses on the tracks. So at the end of the day, they were bringing something to the game that nobody was really able to do. Come on. And what I want to say about Pharrell is this, what a lot of people don't know, like Pharrell and Chad is the reason why guys outside of Virginia got an opportunity because <clears throat> immediately after them came Missy Timbo. Um, Timberland, Magoo, all them guys. And like that sparked a different wave in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at Pharrell and um his influence, and my man's on the series said it best. He forced hip uh, he forced pop to go hip hop. Mm. He and like that shit is a fuck the fucking true statement. Cause like Justin Timberlake, when he went solo, he immediately went to Pharrell. And he got that waviness to his sound, and he just added his little pop element. And ever since then, Justin Timberlake was getting off, and then he fucked with Timberland on the same level. So, like, Pharrell is a pioneer, not only, you know, musically as far as writing, but just in sound. You just know the Neptune sounds when you hear it. Exactly. That nigga. The Neptune <clears throat> sound is literally a staple of the game. Come on. Four part, four part beginning. Four part start, whatever the fuck it's called. But um that nigga for real, I mean not only the Neptunes did that, they gave Nori his probably his biggest song ever. True that. Um what was that? Uh, Oh boy, I came to party. I think it's either that or uh uh No, it is that song. Oh boy, I came to party. And then Nori biggest song. But well, no. no, not not Nori biggest song is his reggaeton song. But um, then he also Then what they did For the clips The clips would honestly Without that sound Them them raps that they were spitting Wouldn't If they would have been on The normal Derringer Or uh, uh, Alchemist beat I don't think I don't think that They would have got the same traction As them rapping like that On them futuristic ass beats um, You know Pharrell and Chad and, and I know that this is we we focusing more on Pharrell, but I mean, ha- "Happy" is one of the biggest songs ever. Well, it is more about the Neptunes more than it is just about Pharrell. Pharrell, yeah, it is more Ch- about the Neptunes for sure. Because Chad Snoop Dogg biggest Snoop Dogg biggest hit. Without Chad, like it's hot. Yeah, without Chad, uh, beautiful, go, no beautiful. Problem. Yep, he I gave mean, Snoop Dogg both. But y'all can't remember like <clears throat> them niggas gave us the ultimate freestyling beat. Ever with grinding Like as soon as that shit stopped Lockers Lunch table desks Classroom desks Hella niggas got detention Hella niggas got detention And and to take they They brand And to bet it on Them two niggas Of all people From Virginia They Two up two down Just about Virginia bro Come on Come on. Them niggas fucked. I mean, billionaire boys clubs. You know that shit still fucking hard as shit. And then to go shape, on, shape, fashion, and urban fashion. For him to produce 
produced as many songs as he did for Jay Z. Oh, bro, the list. Know, Kanye. To do the Despicable <clears throat> Me. Come uh, on. Well, Despicable Me. That's one of the biggest child movie I'm brands happy. ever. That's one of the biggest songs ever. Come on. Like. And didn't he give us, even though they got sued, that blurred lines? That was Definitely. a hit. But that also, hit. Marvin Gaye was suing, I mean, Marvin Gaye Estate sued a lot of people for a lot of shit. Right. Them so. niggas sued me because I was at the crib singing Distant Lover. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, shit. So, like, Pharrell and Chad, they, they contributed a lot. Like, oh, yeah. 20 when, plus years. When, when you could say you had part of Jay-Z's career... Like Teddy that's Riley's that's big, uh, Snoop Dogg, Snoop Dogg um, Justin Timberlake, like the the list is endless. A lot Britney of goat Spears, talk. a lot of goat talk. Britney Spears, yeah. like and that's just the beginning, literally. And they they still working. You know, I I'm not too current on what they have done, like. In 2020, 2018, but they did. With Daft Punk. You know oh, Daft Punk too. That's true. I got Grammy of the Year, a couple Grammys. They got a song. They got a song with Rihanna. <clears throat> At the end Lemonade. of the day, that's what it's about. You know what I'm saying? Making this music, making it about hip hop. We all about hip hop, regardless of that. Two right. great songs, fronting. What a great song, great Bro, video. That was the first drink. time we seen Lauren London. That was the first time we seen Lauren London. Second second thing is when he was on that young nigga moved that dope and said the Gandalf had in the weird ass clothes. One of the hardest bars of that year. Period. Come on. Shout out. I miss the Gandalf hat. Period. <laughs> nigga, Gandalf hat with the weird ass clothes. Come on. So yeah, that just seeing the hip hop evolution and the shit with Pharrell and them niggas like that, we lived through that. Yeah. And like that shit just made me think like, bro, that era we was part of like really influenced a lot. And that shit is like, we got to preserve that and, and push the younger cats. So that shit is inspiring. And um, this was episode 22. Dudes, dudes, dudes. Of the Dope World News Podcast. Where they can check us out at, my good hey, brethren. At www.overdubproductions.com. Yeah. Hey, please, not only check us out on the apps, but go to the website and go through the website. Yeah. Check out the articles. Listen to the singles of the week. Check out the blogs from uh, the vlogs from T-Words, Nirvana Nash, uh, Nasty. Yeah. Like, they killing this shit, especially T-Words dropped that crazy-ass freestyle video. That shit blew crazy. my mind. He so was snapping. We, we got hella content outside of the Dope World News podcast. I promise y'all, y'all be satisfied. Fuck with us. True. Hey, and we out. Yes, sir. Bye. Yeah. That'll work. <laughs>